Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is our episode 92. And tonight we have Freddy versus Jason. Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorise the teenagers of Elm Street. Only this time, they're out to get each other too. And I didn't even fuck that up. <laughs> oh, I'm on it tonight. I'm on it. So tonight we have with us Jess. Hello. And Larry. Hello. Um, I know some of you may not recognise him without the bandana, but this is Larry. And we have with us Ewan. Hello. I thought you what? forgot me then. Yeah, oh, same. Oh, no. <laughs> How can we forget you? Um, so what we've been up to this week. Um, today was a bank holiday in England. Well, in the UK, I presume, everywhere. Um, for the funeral of our queen, who's recently died. Um, I went to work. What did you guys do to pay your respects? Anything? I mean, not much. I I actually didn't watch any of the funeral. Um, mm. More, not not so much for stance. I just didn't really want to watch it. Um, but uh, I did go for a walk in London just to see yeah. what the uh, so the atmosphere was. So I walked from like Fleet Street through the Strand and to, to Trafalgar Square. Funnily enough, I think I think I missed because I think there was like a like somewhere in Trafalgar Square there was like a big screen projecting the the funeral. Um, but I had I had left at about one o'clock, which is when I think the coffin was being taken to Windsor Castle. So I kind yeah. of missed a lot of the main action. But it's interesting the seeing sort action. of yeah, the main action, the main action. What, what I recorded it. So if you haven't got it, I'll send you a copy so you can. Okay. Um, don't right. yeah, and don't spoil it for me. I was just about um, to say no, no spoilers. No, no spoilers. Um, yeah, but it's it's interesting seeing sort of like people's like reactions and attire, like. You know, lots of people in like what sort of, sort of what I'm, what I'm wearing, so sort of casual like jeans and t shirt. And there are people wearing like full on suits and sort well, of. It was a funeral, so they, they should have been. I, I, yeah, I know, but I wore I mean, a suit I... all day today. Yeah. So... <laughs> I just doubt that these people like knew them, but it's, it's funny. Just and I saw this guy, I was in like Trafalgar Square, just sort of sitting down. And there was this guy just like with a, one of those like wheelie stereos that he just like carries around with him. You often see these people in Trafalgar Square, and he was just sort of belting out sort of like Hotel California and um, uh, Stand by Me and, and stuff like that. But when um, when Abba came on, it was like Dancing Queen. He was sort of like dancing around to Dancing Queen, and this bald bloke just came up, just like shouted at him properly, just like <laughs> clearly like offended. I mean, you could see the sort of glances around, just sort of like amused, confused, and sort of angry and there was this one bloke sort of one bloke in a suit sort of balding guy who just like uh who <laughs> like passed past this guy with the stereo and just put his uh, just put his fingers to his lips like this <laughs> it was just like oh god <laughs> so it's a it's a sort of i mean everyone's getting on with it i think i think most people are just doing what they usually do you know lots of cafes are still open not the main ones so pret isn't open um uh weirdly with starbucks yeah yeah they're all closed weirdly with tesco the tesco nearest me was closed but the tesco on the strand is open so clearly they've tesco have had like a sit down and been like okay which shops should we leave open um, they, clearly they only, um some of the main ones they only closed for the was it like four hours yeah i was gonna yeah, say a, lo- like a load of them some of them, them closed till till about 5 p.m 
Yeah, um, I think you need some open just for toilet roll and stuff. For, for obviously, we we quickly touched upon it earlier that there was giant queues with um, people's was it 10 13 hours long queue so yeah. i don't think i'd be able to hold it in that long unless i definitely wouldn't be able to um, um, sure, I, no. I mean there are public toilets so i mean if, if they if they're with someone maybe they can say okay keep my place in the queue yeah but that's the off. thing that's the thing isn't it because you're in a queue for a queue and then you leave that <laughs> queue to get in a queue for the toilet yeah and, <laughs> and then you in for the queue I'm not entirely sure where the dest- what the destination for the queue is. is. It to Buckingham Palace or somewhere else? I, I, I don't, have don't know. N- no clue. I just remember seeing it on the news like there was just a huge ass long, long queue of people, and then the person that, um, doing the voiceover was like, "This is the queue for the queue." Thinking like, "What the fuck?" All right. I where people find the time. No. I mean, even I, I'm, I do nothing with my days, and I, I felt like I couldn't join that. It just, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's very, very, very weird. But uh, well, yeah. So, Jess, did you uh, bring out a milkshake for the uh, <laughs> for the nope. for the, a Liz you know, shake. the new king? Or... A Liz um, shake. Did no, you bring, played... bring one out? No. No, I played games all day. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Nice. So, Nothing too exciting. And and for those listening, some of you may have uh, wanted to listen to us last night. Um, and I did apologise that one of us was drunk, but it wasn't one of us on the screen. Now is Jess's boyfriend. Yeah, he was very sick. <laughs> big Shane, we like to call him. Um, big, Shane. So, big, Shane, big Shane was ill. Is he all right now? Yeah, he's fine now. It was just weird though because he was fine all night and it wasn't until we got back that he was really sick. But I think something was going going around in the club potentially. So he might have been kind of spiked or something mm. like that. So so he wasn't very well and we couldn't have him throwing up in the background, could we? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so that was my concern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I don't want you throwing up. Yeah. Mm. Say so thanks. So we're gonna try and keep the podcast to an hourish tonight. Good luck. Yeah, I was just yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> well, it's a it's a Monday night. It's just, I've got going to late tomorrow actually because me and the wife forgot that we have a nine year old and he really needs <laughs> to be take he needs to be taken to school in the morning and both of us are working so I'm going to have to go in a bit late I think. So uh, mm. so this film Freddy versus Jason. Unless you want to say something, Larry, and, and you know you might want to tell us some news or you know or I can carry um, on. I don't want to leave you out here. Um, <laughs> give, give, us, give us one of your delicious anecdotes, Larry. <laughs> anecdotes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, oh, uh, I, this weekend has been very chill. I went to the marina with Rhea and saw that there was a person there giving away possibly a free boat. Um, so I might partake and see what I can do there. Free boat, a boat, yeah, not like. But when I say a boat, I don't mean like an engined boat. It's just, a, I think, a four-man boat. Wooden, yeah, both. It's 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 a four-man boat with one sail, and the picture for it looks pretty cool. And I was reading it, and it, and I think I think it said free to free to a good home. So I'm imagining that the person who's given it away 
is either either there's something wrong with it, like there's a hole in it or something, possibly. Or something wrong with them. Or uh, they're just desperate to get rid of it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's quite cool because you could have a bones flag on it. You know, you <laughs> I mean, that, would, that might be mistaken for a pirate ship. Yeah, you, know, you, know. you call it the boner or something. Just scream at the shore. <laughs> Here comes the boner. <laughs> scream at the top of the lungs. <laughs> Raise the boner. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so it seems it seems pretty cool. Um, I think the name of it's called the Nipper. If I if if I you've seen correct. it, have you? And uh, well, it's a, it's a, at the marina that you, it's like a public footpath to just go through the marina. But they have a big notice board which has boats oh. that people are selling, so you can contact them. And but they're like thousands and thousands of pounds. But yeah, yeah, we were I'll just having it. a little little look through, and then there was just a sheet that said oh, free to a good home. So would you be able to moor it, or would you have to kind of take it home? Uh, I that's something I've got to look into because uh, it would be easier to keep it at the marina, but that's going to then cost me a will do of yeah. money, <laughs> <laughs> which okay. I don't have. <laughs> so Freddy versus Jason, which is our number, oh, I'd have to put it in there, it's like a nightmare on Elm Street 8, basically. It's the 8th until we get to the next one. Um, so it's a crossover of Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, directed by Ronnie Yu, though I know nothing about other than the direct... Brighter Chucky, I think. Yeah, he did Brighter. I've yeah, yeah, seen yeah. that. I haven't seen that. Don't know much else about him. Had Robert England as Freddy and Ken Kersinger as Jason. I prefer Kane Hodder personally, but we can talk about that in a bit. Um, and it had Kelly Rowland in it. Some of the greatest acting I've ever seen. <laughs> so we're talking about it. Had a budget of thirty million and a box office one hundred and sixteen million. So Rotten Tomatoes, what are we thinking, Jeff? Uh, I'm sixty-one. Oh. No yeah, I think people are going to like this film, aren't they? So probably. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Yeah, sixty-five. Go sixty-five. Ooh, I, I think it's sixty-nine. <laughs> oh, forty-one. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Forty-one. So not that well loved. Um. So, Freddy's in hell for some reason. I think it's the because Jason goes to hell, doesn't he? In one, so he's in hell, and Freddy at the end of the last. Film gets sent to hell, am I right? I think. I mean, if we're including the the recent one that we did last yeah. uh, time, because a lot of people think that Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, they forgot about him, didn't they? They 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 say that like number six is the official last one in in the yeah universe one, but then the added film of New Nightmare. They don't know if that's counted. I never count that one really because I, I see no. that as like its own thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so this, yeah, yeah. So that, in that one, he gets sent to hell. Mm. Jason's in hell. So uh, he, Freddy, with what power he's got left, I don't know where he gets the power from. Living in hell, I don't even know who manages hell. Did it even say they're like is a, there's a hierarchy down there? You, I right? didn't even realize it was hell to be honest um, until I read more about it. I, I just thought it was just I don't know, Freddy, just Freddy's spirit, just kicking around and just. Mm. Uh, in hell, Ooh. yeah, apparently. 
So he, he, he resurrects Jason and uses, this is brief, he, he uses uh, Jason's mum, Pamela, or he's to uh, coax him into killing the teens at Spring, Springwood, isn't it? Springwood. Yeah. And that's the bottom, that's the basic outline. Um, I just want to know your thoughts. Is it a first watch, Jess? Yeah. I'm sure it is. You in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, first watch for me, yeah. <laughs> what we're putting these people through, Larry. Right? <laughs> I, 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 will say, I will say it wasn't as bad as I was worried it would be. <laughs> um, yeah. I love I it. Like it. I, 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 I really love it. I mean, don't, 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 don't get me wrong. There are, there are bits in it that when they happen, I'm either pissing myself laughing or i just go like oh it's this bit right let's just get past i did laugh bit. i i in fair I, I did laugh at a few scenes and i did go i did go with it for a lot of it i guess mm. i did like the premise sort of i i i, I suppose i i did appreciate that the film was kind of laughing at itself it wasn't mm. treating itself seriously and i i i appreciated that and um they they kind of they kind of acknowledge the fact that it's ridiculous um freddie trying to resurrect i i i kind of like the idea that freddie is kind of it's a weird existential idea where you have like two deaths where you actually die and then the last person says the last thing about you to 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 other people so it's almost like you die and then you're forgotten that's the kind of thing and that's they kind of work that hit in here which i thought was quite interesting so fred freddy's obviously pissed off that people have forgotten about him um he's not he's not powerful enough anymore because because everyone's forgotten he can't invade people's dreams and like kill them in their dreams as he would like to so he uses as you're saying he uses jason because Jason is obviously in the real world, so he uses Jason to to kill um, these kids and build that fear up again. Because yeah. pe- people start, you know, um and ah and under their breath of saying, "Oh, could it be? Is, is it? Could it be like the old Elm Street murders? Could it be Freddy?" Which I like yeah. that. I do like the premise. I think because you could have. I think a lot of these films, where they're versus films, like I know the Alien versus Predator. Um, a lot of them do I just like seem that. to go. I'd say I, I like, like I, I like the Lovecraftian element in that, and I think the story of the pyramid is okay. But yeah. I what I appreciate with this is, as we were just saying, it it knows exactly what it is. Like it just kind of goes, all right, we need to pit these two together. What's a good way to do it rather than just, you know, oh shit, let's make them fight. So mm-hmm. I quite liked the idea that they are almost a team to start with, and then that what gets fractured. And then they end up having that ridiculous fight at the end. Yeah, yeah, I did like the fight. I thought that was, I thought that was quite fun. I, 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 I think the reason why I have a slight problem with it is because I, I didn't really much like the middle section. I guess. Yeah. I, I I'm, I wasn't really concerned with the kids and, uh, or yeah. the, the teenage, it's a bit whatever boring. They were. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of, and you kind of get to a point where, I don't know, especially with the main, <laughs> the main character. Uh, Laurie, is it? I I, I, I also kept on getting confused with that because obviously Laurie is the protagonist in the Halloween stuff. So there was, so it just felt like, and and then so, so like memories of like the Halloween movie kept on invading my mind as I was watching this. I was like, oh no, that's Halloween. So I kept on like confusing slashes. (laughs) Um, 
and it was quite sort of um, irritated. But it's just like, I, it's not so much her fault that the the actress's fault, but it was like <laughs> the the sort of camera just kept on leering, and it was just it was she 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 just wears nothing but low crop top low, low cut tops and yeah. that wouldn't be you know that much of an issue i mean you know if, if it's a character to wear that stuff whatever but the camera is weirdly suspiciously at a high angle and it's sort of like trying to like peer down and try yeah. and sort of that's it's like it's not something we like on this podcast is it you know well we... well it's not <laughs> i suppose it's a bit i don't know it's a bit <laughs> i mean it's not it's not as bad as the uh friday the 13th remake which is actually written by the same people as um as Freddy versus Jason. Oh, that was a worth, okay. um, worth. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's a sort of I don't know. It, obviously, it's of the time, you know. Um, I remember, this is around the same time that American Pie was coming out and 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 stuff like that. So, in the way you can kind of understand it. But I mean, I'm not entirely sure you can get away with that nowadays. Um, uh, yeah. at, at least at a sort of mainstream level, I don't think. Um, but that was quite. I don't know. That to me, that was a bit a bit obvious. I guess we have a clip of it, Jess. At all, <laughs> you can you know just the, just the ladies. So yeah. um, what? what? <laughs> just type that in. Just type that in. Just the ladies. You know, <laughs> Freddy <laughs> versus Freddy, Freddy versus oh Jason. God. Just the ladies. <laughs> See yeah. that comes. Someone said some sort of compilation. Just, just to yeah. us. You know. <laughs> Laurie compilation. I think that still tends to go on though. That that using girls to sell a film. I think it. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, some of the I, stuff I've been watching recently. Yeah, but I think I don't know if you sort of like I, that. I, all I'm talking about is that sort of like that leering gaze. I, I think yeah, is yeah. something which is gradually being phased out. I think because I think I think back in the day it was more of a thing like um, we've got to attract the biggest audience possible and. And obviously, women can't like heterosexual women can't like horror movies, so we're going to cater mainly towards straight men. Um, you know, put loads of naked people in it. Although they, they, they didn't have as, as much as like Friday the Thirteenth, thankfully. It was yeah. just like one one naked woman like going into the sea, which yeah, you know, whatever. Oh, the girl swimming. Yeah, towards the beginning, they sort of like enter Friday the Thirteenth land, and I was yeah. I forgot about that because my thirteen year old was watching it, and she and I said, look, look away. <laughs> as as, a, as she got her bottom out, mm. and uh, but other than that, that was it. That was just her swimming. Yeah, about. pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the sort of the the middle section of the film, it was it's them sort of sort of basically a, a sort of nightmare plot where they're just kind of um, figuring out what's going on. People being murdered. The first murder was quite interesting, where Jason basically just kills this guy in the the Freddy house on Elm Street. And he's sort of like that put is... in between this bed. Yeah. Um, I thought that was quite quite fun. Um, a lot of blood. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily. It's just it's quite sort of I don't know. There's lakes of blood if you know what I mean. They're just like <laughs> and it goes under like the bathroom door, um, and uh, and then more deaths keep happening. I can't. I can't. I can't. Lots I can't. Of I can't I, I can't like I, I can't like the I, I I was more interested in the dynamic between um Freddie and Jason to be honest um and I, I kind of wish there there was a bit more of that rather well, I than... thought it was a big bit in the middle missing I think that's what bored me a bit really mm. yeah, in the middle section that there wasn't so much going on it was more the the kids and and 
the girl from Destiny's Child or whatever. Um, <laughs> and it know. was also... I. It, it seems like it seemed like common around that time. Oh, it still is, to be fair. It's sort of like the these sort of um, with the sort of growth of stoner comedies. I think sort of emerged during that time as well. And you've Ooh. got this stoner character in there who comes from nowhere, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, there's no, there was no ca- build up to his character at all. He was just there, just coincidentally there, and he he, he joins the other characters. And I think he's just there because I don't yeah. know. Someone said like, oh yeah, Harold and Kumar. Gets the, gets the Munchies was a good movie. Let's try and put a, a similar character to them. And he's just gone to the... <laughs> it's when they go to like the lab and they're finding these pills. Um, yeah. They're trying to find pills that make you not have dreams. Um, but that you were able to go to sleep. If you... And then the stoner character just doesn't do that and just gets completely wasted in, in one room. I kind of like the little... Uh, sluggy caterpillar creature that freddy sort of turns into well that was quite quite fun a bit sort of naughty cgi happening there yeah the, the cgi it, isn't great but yeah the concept but it's not good. but it's not it's not unwatchably <laughs> terrible there's there was, no. there's enough money in there to make it and it's right. only on, it's only on there for a short period yeah. of time so it's excusable to be like all right it's it's yeah. just when the film was made and when he goes into his mouth as well. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did like it though. Like following that, there are two bits I really like. I like um, on this more serious angle. I like how when they go into that like long room with all the patients asleep, and then like they like turn cool. they're all they're all yeah. awake. Like they've all got the patches on their eyes. Like mm. thought that was quite scary imagery, I guess. But I just love it how the stoner guy he he Freddy's kind of goes into him. And he's got this the in the um uh what is it called like the the injections yeah syringes to put jason to sleep Mm. and just does it and just gets absolutely split in half just like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was funny Um, that's what i mean this film has moments like that like because there are some really great moments i think and then there are some moments that are just so i don't know maybe it's just me being weird but they're just i don't know if they're trying to be funny but they make me laugh like there's a scene where uh one of the one of the kids is looking through a magazine because she's debating getting work done and the imagery in the magazine is getting like much more disgusting and you're there like oh this is and then (laughs) freddie proceeds the hand come out put his knives in the nose and like got your nose (laughs) (laughs) i like that a lot that's what i mean though like yeah it's it's funny but it's i think it works because it's again as we said it's the when writing it you can tell they've gone oh well can't take this too seriously like it needs some some i don't know like even the first one has some bits in it where it's like uh where it's funny but obviously admittedly it's a much more serious plot than this mm. much more serious yeah it's kind it's kind of weird um uh sort of researching around this film because it was in development for so many years i think um i can't remember who started writing it i think i mean michael deluca who did who partly did the last one the the freddy's dead um, I think he started writing a script for it in like 1987 or something. Um, this was when like like 
both franchises were like at their peak, I think, or at least they're that you know, people were going to them, and then it just went on for years and years. And people kept on rejecting ideas for scripts. Um, I think Peter Jackson was attached, well, not attached, but he was considered at one point. Um, but then he made a little thing called uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you heard of it. Um, and uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and there was some. Also, there was some interesting. Like, I, I think there were like five scripts that were written. I think one involved a boxing match in hell. Um, another involved uh, Jason going to court, <laughs> which I would have loved to have seen. Oh, hell. Um, so, I mean, considering the 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 other possibilities, I think this film probably did all right. There were a few things I did. I I, I kind of liked. Um, how they found like the weaknesses of each character, even though it doesn't make complete sense when considering the other films. I quite liked that they found the weaknesses. So Jason's weakness is water and Freddy's is fire. Yeah, but then but then the screenwriters <laughs> tried to justify it. They said mm. it's not water he's afraid of, but the trauma he suffered as a child that the water represents, which I think yeah. is a, a bit of a cop out. Yeah. Um and I kind of like seeing Jason's backstory. I thought that was quite fun. Um, I mean, I, utterly ridiculous, but, but kind add, of fun. Add, adding on to that, I I might be, um, I think people might disagree with this, but I, I quite like how Jason in this film is treated as a um, unstoppable force of nature, sort of thing. Because, and what I mean by that is, in a lot of the earlier films, he's very much just a guy with mm. a mask on his head who is. Well, you know, it starts with a, a kind of duffel bag and then he changes it and then goes to the hockey mask. But what I really do like is in this film, they they scrap the whole any element of like, oh, he's a he's a real like a, an actual alive person. And they I love how they set it up with him at the beginning, like his body and all his organs, like kind of getting air back into them and his heart mm. starts beating again. So I like how they do from the get go say this guy is someone if if you're going to come up against him, it's not as just run away and shut the door. He's the guy who's going to smash the door down. Yeah. I didn't think he was as much as a unit as the Kane Hodder. No, he's he's not as I will agree. He's not like physically like looking. He doesn't didn't look scare as, me as much as like, no. like, like the unstoppable force that the Kane Hodder Jason is. Yeah, no, I just like people. I just, um, I just like how in this one though they've they've gone for the angle of straight away at the beginning, almost saying, "Oh, he is not just a guy in a mask. Like this is a guy who's been brought back and is like technically already dead." Yeah. So I, I, you know, because again, when you're going up against Freddy, a guy who attacks you in your dreams and kills you in so many different ways and creative ways. I like the I do like in a film like this, obviously. I think <laughs> realistically it could be written much better. But I do like how if you're going for this kind of oh, it's a a very fun time, let's just watch these two go at each other with some remnants of a plot which works. I, I do think it's good that they went that direction. If you're mm. doing it like that, I mean obviously I would have preferred something a little bit more. With an with a good story and better acting, um, I also do think in this film there are a lot of people like uh, sorry a lot of the characters just are written to be a little bit thick. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know there's a police officer who, if I remember correctly, he's like 
I don't want to say he's new, but he's the position he's in is new, and he's just yeah. a bit of a bumbling idiot at points. Yeah, like, yeah. Driving up to the house and people screaming, being like, "Is everything okay?" Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, that's, it's that's nice. how most people are, though, Larry. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I, I think myself, I drift through life. Like, well, well, bumbling <laughs> around. I think I, another <laughs> another example in this film that I can give is there are two characters i've um you know good friends they've both been like institutional institutionalized oh, yeah. Yeah. and i i do like that their element of that story um but th there's like the character who's like most clued on is the character who d does the most stupidest thing um you know he's there like oh god they can't remember Freddy. You know, he's like an illness and infection and proceeds to go into the school singing yeah. the song around every young yeah. teenager going. And then afterwards he was yeah. like, oh, why did I do yeah. that? <laughs> it's like the, friend, the friend's like, yeah, well, you've just shit scared everyone by telling them that. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I did, <laughs> didn't I? It's like, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, little, little things like that where I just think mm. characters are kind of sadly written because they need to be like a Linderman if that was his name is it Linderman oh, yeah yeah I got <laughs> I, I had a soft spot for Linderman yeah. <laughs> mainly because he's kind of like I don't know he's the loser <laughs> and he's, he just gets shit on all the time but... that's what I mean he enters <laughs> he enters any scene and a character turns to, to the to the audience and is like Linderman and they just yeah. go for also him. he had a really weird end because there's like a party at the middle of the film in like yeah. A I don't know, minimum a crop or well, whatever, yeah. like lower yeah. crops. And and <laughs> Linderman just enters on a motorcycle within the crops. And I was just like, what was his route to get there? It was, just, it was really and, weird. And then when he proceeds to go through the crops, characters turn and go, Linderman. And then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I did, I did, I did sort of like the final showdown between. Um, Freddie and Jason, and it was quite it was quite a, a sort of a lengthy, a lengthy fight, and it was you, you kind of get the sense in some ways. I think the dialogue isn't terrible. I mean, it is occasionally terrible, but it, it's not as bad as it could have been. Um, but you kind of get the sense that the script was written by a fifteen-year-old male horror fan, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. who would win in a fight, Freddie or Jason? And it was yeah. kind of um, it's kind of that element to it. Yeah. Um, but in the ways, I kind of enjoyed that. I um, I liked the fact. I mean, the 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 way Freddie. I mean, spoiler alert. Um, the way Freddie dies is, I think, a much better death than the one he was served in um, Nightmare Six. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I think it was a far. It was a far more. It's far more pleasing, um, and to have his claws just go right through his heart, and it was. Um, a kind of last ditch effort to kill him by Jason who was in who was in the water. I didn't like the final Boy. shot. Yeah. The the final shot really kind of annoys me because what? welcome to my world, bitch. That one. Or do you mean the well, final the, no, final? No, the final, the final where he winks to the, yeah, the head yeah. hit Yeah, hey, I love that. That's my favorite bit, you but <laughs> why because I, I, I like I liked the finality. I was like, okay. I, I like that they were ba basically on level pegging in this fight, yeah, but Jason yeah, just cool. manages to kill him at the end, and then Jason dies. I like that finality, um, and then it has to end on this kind of. It reminded me of the uh, um, the 
God of War game on, on <laughs> the, where he has to carry the head. I, I don't know if that if there's any sort of mythological aspect to that to that shot, but it's kind of I don't know. It kind it, it, I mean it, it kind of winks to a potential sequel, and I think they wanted a sequel, but no one wanted to. Like, what I get heard was there was going to be a third, a, a sequel, but it was a crossover to Evil Dead as well. Oh god! So I, I they did, imagine Bruce they did Campbell do... alongside. They did do a Ooh. comic spin-off. Um, yeah. I think it was Freddy versus Jason versus Ash or something. Yeah. Um, I think they wanted to get. Uh, I think. I think again that was that almost an original idea to get that in Freddy versus Jason. They definitely wanted. They definitely initially wanted Hellraiser to turn up um, in Freddy versus Jason because they were in Hell initially, so they want Hellraiser to have oh, a kind of cameo. Um, that they actually would get been, the rights. That would have been um, a yeah, really good opening. Oh wow. Mm. That would have been a but, really good uh, opening just to have yeah. like how like pinhead kind of be yeah. like the, the judge and almost yeah, be like yeah. you, you know may I don't know how you'd write it though. But it's funny how it's sort of I, I you have to it, open it's the a box though, wouldn't you? Yeah. But, but it's funny because I, I think we take for granted sometimes nowadays of how difficult crossovers like Freddy versus Jason were to make because yeah. of the fact because obviously there's Avengers now, but they they managed to plan that quite quite well in that they did it all under one company and it was all okay but with freddie and jason they're both from two separate production companies so they had to kind of negotiate um i think it was produced by sean s cunningham who directed the first friday the 13th um and it was exact produced by rob shea who produced who except produced all the um all the nightmare on elm streets but it seemed like a very complicated business process and to get yeah. hellraiser involved as well that's another production company which they have yeah. to encircle so it's kind of Ooh. it's a really difficult thing i mean that's part you know part of the reason why i think like it took so long for like avengers to get spider-man because like i think yeah. spider-man was originally like a sony thing and they couldn't get sony wrapped yeah so wrapped sony sony it. sony only like rights to spider-man but they had after andrew garfield's um two questionable films sadly um <laughs> i can't i can't like them i i like andrew garfield i just yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. especially make the amazing spider-man i'm not i'm not a fan of but um the um yeah i it's it's it is i see i know what you mean it, it's tricky i think as well that's one of the reasons that cabin in the woods lends itself to being quite good like well i say quite good. I, I do love that film but i think it's quite clever how they did that because they wanted all the ips but instead of having to go for the individual rights of oh this is pinhead this is uh the wolfman this is you know it the clown they instead were like oh well all these great horror icons are from original icons yeah called the old ones so we can put them in the film but they won't be um, although they did put, there's, there is one IP in, so I'm going on a tangent here, but there is one IP in Cabin in the Woods, which is from um, uh, the horror game, Fear. She, she's in it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. She, a, oh, I can't remember her name now. Uh, yeah, she is, oh, at, yeah. she is like literally in in the game. And also they had Left for Dead zombies in there when it's all the boxes. Mm. So I must, they must have oh, got cool. some. But yeah, no, I, I do too like what you mean. And it, it's tricky because you're never going to get, with a crossover film, I think, the problem is, and this is with any, I think you have to take liberties with your story that you're telling in order to make it work. Because unlike an, a, just another Nightmare on Elm Street film or another Friday the 13th, where you can build on, you know, characters and all that with, with 
these sort of films, it's very tricky because the story inevitably with a title of Freddy versus Jason really only ever is going to amount to we want to see them fight. Yeah. So it's tricky because but I think this I think this is one of the better ones to do it. I think for me personally, the best one that's done a versus film was the recent Godzilla versus Kong. I thought that was done quite well. Um, but even so, it's story again. It 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 just tries to match them up so that they can eventually fight. Which so you know what are we rate on it. And if you're watching at home, which I know a few of you are, can you comment in the chat? How many bonus? Uh, Ten. So, Jess, you're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I said yes first. I was waiting. <laughs> yeah. um, Should have just yes, not said anything. Just the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I'd pr- probably give it a, a six. I think. Wait, I you you yeah, haven't really. Right. Actually, we haven't really. You haven't really spoke about it much. So, no, so you um, give it a six. You did, you enjoyed it, kind of. Yeah, I thought the first half was alright, uh, and then I feel like the second half was they took you know the scene where Freddy's playing the video game. He's controlling the characters. Yeah. I feel like they tried to take the humour from that and then stick it in the second half of this film. <laughs> and it just yeah. was a bit dumb. Uh, um, I thought it was funny. like, But yeah, the second half just felt a bit odd compared to the first. Yeah, I thought the, mid- the whole middle was a bit boring. Oh, really. Yeah. Like, feels, feels yeah. like being rewritten mm. in a way. Yeah, it felt like they were just was. fighting constantly, but obviously because they're both these kind of unstoppable forces in a way that it wasn't going anywhere. Um, so they could have just had the whole film of them just fighting for like five hours. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for me, I'd give it seven. I had fun with it. I'd watch it again. Um, I don't know why they didn't use Kane Hodder. That, though Freddy was, um, Jason was okay. I would have just preferred a, a, a bigger Jason. And I just think Kane Hodder plays it really well. I think he's he's the best one for me. Mm. Um, yeah, it was funny in parts. There are some good kills in it, especially towards the end. Um, yeah, so I, I would give it a seven. I own it. I'll revisit it again. I expect a few times. Larry, I'd agree. I'd give it yeah. a seven. I think it's. Uh, I think it's good fun. Um, there are bits in it that aren't great. I think. Um, I think the the like the kills, the the violence, the kind of imagery in it is really good. Um, I think obviously it la- where it lacks is definitely in the story. Um, but yeah, as you said, it's one that I revisit quite quite a lot like if you know if it, in those sort of way especially we've been revisiting them i've been quite looking forward to re-watching this and uh, i think the same thing each time which is just yeah it's good fun and i really like it a lot better than nightmare sex you know yeah <laughs> would it would it sit where would this sit in your after, you know after, in, in the oh film? like in oh okay um well so go nightmare one uh, then Dream Warriors. Um, then I would say, is it Nightmare 4? Yeah, Nightmare 4. This film, 5. Oh, okay. So, two after 4. Yeah. Yeah. 
I kind of, yeah. Though I like sex still. Sad of me, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your feelings? Um, first, I prob- watch. Yeah. I'd probably give it a five. Um, again, it was be- it was better than I was expecting it to be. Um, I do think it's one of the stupidest films I've ever seen. Um, okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which I, I think I think any anyone even lovers of this movie can agree with that it's yeah. at least very a very stupid film. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I you know I, I was I was I, I found a lot of, a, a fair amount of it funny. I just I yeah the the middle bit kind of. Um, it felt like a lot of the other um, nightmares in a way where just not much happens, just people getting chopped up or just, um, or, or whatever. And I was sort of, um, and you know, as, as you said before, Lawrence, there were some good, there were some decent shots and decent scenes, you know, with the children, with the children in the bed and you know, the, that stoner guy getting sliced mm-hmm. in half. But I just, uh, to me, they're, they're little parts of a mostly boring hole. But yeah. again, I like the ending as well. Just not the very ending, which I think kind of ruins it. Um, so yeah, five for me. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's okay. We've definitely seen worse of this eight films we've been watching. Um, can't wait till next week. Um, <laughs> all right, oh. no one in the group chats. No one in the group chats said anything. So they obviously hate they it. all give it ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Oh, hang on. Let's. So it's about that time. We have a look at Dan's hot pick. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. That is very sad of me. Sorry, sorry. I haven't done that for a while, have I? This one. So Dan's been very busy and he was watching some, I don't know, uh, Black Cherry Stone something, I don't know, some <laughs> band. So, so Black Stone Cherry or, uh, or ABBA or The Hives or something. Some, some <laughs> He's been watching. So, so we, he didn't give us a film. So I, I get sent lots of screeners, well, quite a few recently actually. So there was one called Everyone Forgot. So this isn't a Dan pick. It isn't in foreign, by the way. <laughs> All right, so you know, so it's Lily's birthday. No one, nobody seems to care. Desperate for some form of recognition under a special day, Lily turns to a handyman service for company. Did you watch it, Jess? I bet you didn't. Did you? No. Well, I sent it to everyone, but as usual, mm-hmm. me. I watched the a trailer. I, I, I gave it. I gave it a watch. Oh, brilliant, Larry. So, you know, what a professional you and I are. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we watched it. And it was only, what was it, 18 minutes, 15 minutes? Yeah, it, it, was... it wasn't very long at all. And and I got contacted and, and sent this from the actor, the main character, Anwin Ball, who played Lily. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I didn't see what was coming. It wasn't, I would say, a horror, more of a kind of a dark comedy yeah thriller, it wasn't thriller. what wasn't uh horror i mean there it are elements horror. elements yeah, of it but yeah i, I thought it was interesting i thought she was superb um and i'm sure i've seen her in something else definitely on british tv 
Um, so it's the story of a lady and it's her birthday and she's waiting for anyone just to say happy birthday. But nobody does. So she hires this guy, James Knapp, who played the, uh, the actor James Knapp. Uh, character is called Ben, and he comes around to keep her company, really. And and it would help me because it's one of those kind of films or shorts with a twist. And we do love a twist, so I can't give it away, sadly, Ewan. So I, I would, you know, you may need to watch this, but shorts tend to just showcase, isn't that right? I, I find yeah. that they're just a showcase for the actor or the director or whoever and this certainly does it i think it's well done i think it looks great there's only two characters in it i think um i didn't see what was coming i don't know if it's the greatest ending i'm not sure but it certainly showcased some talents and i'm pleased i watched it um so what are your thoughts larry on this are they totally different to mine or they're, they're, they're pretty much similar um i I think obviously once you get past that, obviously it's not because, you know, a film doesn't need to have a great massive budget or fantastic elements to be good. You know, I mean, if if you look at the short film that um, the director of the remake of the evil dead did, that was essentially just big robots destroying a city, which showcased kind of his ability to compose a shot which Sam Raimi really liked. Um, I think that there, that this story has potential, um, and I'd love, I would like to see it expanded. Um, I think for a short film, it's really good. The acting is, you know, you do get sometimes in, in short films and even sometimes even first-time films that acting can be a bit clunky. Uh, this, I didn't think that, which was good. I, I wasn't taken out of it. Um, I, yeah, there's a twist. I, you know, for me personally, I kind of, there was a moment where I was watching it. Like, I feel like I know where this is going, but, yeah, okay. um, yeah. but at the same time, yeah, it was very good. Um, it was very good. And I, the premise itself is, I think unique, you know, it's cause you hear that and you could think that could be very boring. Um, but it, but it pulls it off. Pulls so it I off. watched that on, it was on Vimeo thing wasn't it um that we watched that so whether it i don't know what happens with with shorts really i know there's a it, lot it of depends. good ones on youtube i know there's some greatest you know you've made them yourself larry and i, I really enjoyed them but that, that you can go on youtube well that's true no, I, my, I i honestly I, I like them especially where there's a a foot just on the is it a foot i thought it's just a foot is it a whole leg, is it? It's just a leg in the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. I don't. Yeah, creature comforts. Yeah. Yeah. Watch so, now, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, you can now watch. What's it called? Creature comforts. Yeah, creature comforts. Isn't that what? Go see that leg. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Definitely worth it. So I enjoyed that. So yeah, Anwin Bull, fantastic. Um, Vimeo, everyone forgot. So I expect it to be on YouTube or ever at some point. Um, I would like so, be, I'd be, I'd be interested to see if it's yeah. been entered into like, because I know a lot of these short films get entered into competitions and win like. Um, I think it would do well. Awards. 
Oh, yeah, I think it has. I would be very surprised if it hasn't already been, and I would be surprised if it hasn't won an award because you see a lot of shit yeah. sometimes. No, no, and, a lot, and, I and, and I think this is one of the better ones, one that I would actually say, yeah, check it out. It's 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 a good short film, very original and, and done very well. As you know, I think anyone who's been on a set even once and it knows how stressful it can be, and I think that it's it's pulled off. It's a premise that, again, when I watched the trailer, I was a bit like, "All right," oh, uh, I but I actually I actually did really enjoy it. I thought Jess was going to play the trailer, and she didn't. And I'm, I'm... Um, no, because it it won't go full screen for some reason. Ah, oh, it might be Vimeo thing. Something, yeah. something going on with that. Yeah. Fuck you, Vimeo. <laughs> I've run out of people to say fuck, fuck yeah. you too. Fuck you, Vimeo. <laughs> we got a list. Facebook Vimeo. Fuck you. So let's Nick move Cave. on. <laughs> fuck him too. Fuck Nick Cave, mate. I'll tell you because he got me. He calls me like he's a prick because he calls us loads of aggro on this podcast. <laughs> so he can go fuck himself. So let's move on to what we've been watching this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Nick Cave. I love so, how your, anyway. your, la- your laugh came over that a little bit. I Did it really? Laughing. Yeah, I was still laughing. <laughs> I bet no one at home even knows who Nick Cave is. Don't, don't Lots Nick of Cave. people know who Nick Cave is. <laughs> so, again, shall, shall I, I've started a series called The Stand, um, the miniseries from 1994, directed by Mick Garris. So I've never seen it before, read the book. I think there was a remake of The Stand miniseries recently with Whoopi yeah. Goldberg and that was meant to be crap. But actually, yeah. I like the, I'm, I'm kind of into the first episode of the miniseries from 1994 and I'm really, really enjoying it. And um, It's good stuff. Well paced. I think it's it's a few hours long. Quite a few hours long. Have um, you read the book yet? Yeah, I have, and I've listened to it's, it's a long old book, isn't it? And I've listened yeah, to the, the audio thirteen hundred pages, I think. Yeah. Book as well. And I think let me just do I, you know, um yeah, so after a deadly plague kills most of the world's population, the remaining survivors split into two groups. There was a lot more wording there, but I couldn't fit it all on you. And I can't remember what it was. <laughs> there are lots of characters in the stand. So loads of characters. It's it's massive. So I'm starting that, and each week I expect I'll, I'll tell you how I'm getting on with it. Um, I just want to see what they put in because I know what happens, but I just want to see what they put into it each episode. But so far, so good. Um, have you got the ruins up, Jess? Can I talk did about that? Did you send me? A... No, I didn't send you a link. No, I didn't it. think you did because I don't have one. But that one I only watched last night. So uh so I went Wait. on iTunes oh, the and they ruins. Had the ruins. Yeah. So they had it iTunes. <sighs> I can have one job. So <laughs> like <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched the ruins last night, um, which is a story about a, a group of women going to do 30 seconds and I'll get uh chucked off like Nick Cave. Um so it's a story about some people there on holiday. I think they're in Mexico and they go exploring and there's some ruins they find. And once they're in the ruins, people outside of the ruins 
won't let them back out in, into the real world. And uh, this is where there's a big old twist and, and shit starts to happen. And I won't give too much away, but it's a great fun. And there's some very brutal scenes in there, Larry, aren't there? With, uh, yes. With some knives and legs and, and, and things like that. Um, and I think it works really well. Mm. And I think I'd seen it a while ago, but I'd seen some reviews of it and they were very positive. So I watched it, but I think I only got 49% rotten. Um, but it's definitely yeah. worth a watch. I, don't, I think it's aged really well as well. It's 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 only a shame, though, because I think tr- obviously it's it's not brand new, but the trailer, I think, gives a lot away. Yeah, it was started. I, I was saying stuff then. I don't want to. Yeah, know, with vegetation. Yeah. Um, was Diana Triffids like that? We don't have. Uh, plants. Yeah, Diana Triffids. I think so. Attacking plants. Yeah. It's but it, it is. It, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good plot. I think the acting's good in it. It's uh. It's very. You know the the effects and everything are really good. Um. But. Yeah, no, I just find I just find it funny because I don't know if you can play it again, Jess, or but yeah, you, play, play a bit more. Just, Jess. just, I just, just, it's, I just, it's just something about um these trailers that, and I'll, I'll show you. And it's there's it's a com, it was a common trope, I think, in early, like well, early ish, like from two thousand to two thousand and ten ish, I think. Um, is so this, she is looked, this, see, is this that the same amazing, one? Actually. I like that it's, scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, look, look. Let's see what it does there. I don't know why trailers do that. There's no text. There's no text coming up. It's just a. It's just a wall. Yeah, they do that a that lot. It's weird. Why are they doing that? Uh, I think it's because it's the placeholder where text should go. Oh, okay. <laughs> they I didn't even put... think that. I just thought it looked crap. So... Yeah, haven't put the. T- and I, I know it's the, the 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 title of the film is called The Ruins, so you could argue like, oh, but it's showcasing the ruins, but. I don't know. I feel as though that's where something should like. It's just a wall, and it's not yeah, just that, that film. Cool. It's like, it's a lot of films that do it. It's a lot of films in that era, um, especially when watching some Blu-rays that you know films that we've done on this podcast and putting them in, and they have trailers before them. Um, they, a lot of them do that. I'm not. Anyone I think in the me- group chat? Anyone in the group chat seen the ruins? Tell us what you think. There's lots of people watching at the moment. Um. And they're very quiet tonight. They've all gone shy for some reason. What's going on? In morning. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Prince Harry sat there in the in the in the group chat. So, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Meg, I love the idea. Oh, he's dressed in uh, his, well, his army gear well, and he's well, sitting in the pews and he's got his well, eyes. Kev, he, <laughs> he swears far too much for my liking. Just, just chilling, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry's got it down. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt Harry's right, one more. That. One more I'm going to talk about. So, uh, again, I, I was sent another screener, which I sent to you guys, I expect, and probably none of you watched it. Can you bring up Kundra in the Beyond, Jess? Oh, I did. I did. If this is did that. You? If, it, if, if it's the one, I'll just have to see the trailer. Oh, I love it. So. Yes, I did. Fuck. The, yeah, all right. Right. Recently. <laughs> right, here we go. Recently divorced and feeling lost. 
Wanda signs up for an alternative sleep study in a desperate attempt to evaluate her worsening mental health. And then there was probably a bit more of that that's meant to be in there that wouldn't fit in. So, so she <laughs> is a bit anxious, I think, and goes to this guy who wants to analyze people's dreams. Now, this has happened to me. Do you know when you get... Um, What's it called? When, when you sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Sleep yeah, paralysis. sleep paralysis. Now, this happened to me for quite a while. And I'd wake up and I was kind of frozen and I want my eyes were awake and I, I can't move. And then sometimes I'd, my arms would hit something. I was trying that hard to wake up. And it's a horrible thing. I haven't had it for a few years, but it really did affect me for a while. Um, so I, I, I kind of understand where they're coming from but within this film they're into their sleep paralysis but they are also haunted by kind of these monsters which are kind of something out of a japanese yeah, film that they mean. don't they don't do it as well though one of them's quite good so people creeping up the bed and sliding in and then just hovering above you and not doing a lot that kind of horror you know um, which you've seen a lot of times. But I actually quite like this. Um, I don't know what it's on. I think it's on Prime. I think it may be on iTunes. Um, and I'd probably give it five bonus. But it was entertaining. Some of the acting was great. Some, I think the main kind of doctor guy or whatever he was, he was British. I think most of them were American. Um, and I didn't mind it too much, actually, at all. Although I think it originally came out as Conjuring the Beyond. Now it's Conjuring the Beyond. Um, and I don't know, there, there were slight elements of the Conjuring in it. I don't know if they were trying to jump on the back of that. Larry, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, they were. I, they? I, I think that. Did you watch I mean, it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. I struggled. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we're, 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 we're a very honest podcast. If people say no, no. this, I'm, I'm no, giving no. it five. Um, I didn't. It's not for everyone, but I kind of enjoyed it. I. Um, the professional people in the podcast have obviously watched it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look. Admirable that they've gone and made a film. I think it's shot. You know the lighting, cinematography is is good. I think some of the acting was 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 good. I also think some of the acting was sadly a bit clunky in places. Yeah. I think that the trope was is is kind of overdone. I think that's no that's not trying to single out just this film. I think if you're gonna do this sort of film, for me, and this is a personal comment because I know certain people go, oh, but that's what I go and see these films for. But I want something new. I, I'm i getting a bit sick and tired of um, films where there's a creature and it's, you know, a pale-faced person with either red eyes, black eyes, you know, doing the whole ring and um, yeah, what's it called? Um the, the grudge the grudge the, the grudge, grudge yeah. sort of you know and i just i i think as well there are there are you can i don't think this is necessarily a bad thing because 
every idea comes from something whether it's inspired or people go oh, i like that element let me put that in my story and change it up that's not a bad thing i just feel like as you were saying it it's very apparent i think that someone might have watched the conjuring films and went <laughs> oh i love that let's let's change it up a bit and again it's not a it's not a bad film it's just not my cup of tea sadly so i would say that i would give it out of 10 i would give it a five um only only because again it's not a terrible film i didn't i didn't sit there and there there i've i've seen some questionable shit in (laughs) but (laughs) this um this this film i just there were points where i was i was just a bit taken out of the story which i don't think is really ever a good thing i also do see i can see the elements of where the writer director has clearly been inspired by other stuff which is again not a bad thing i just think i I just think yeah it's it's for me personally it's one of the reasons i don't like the conjuring films is just because the the concepts get too into themselves where for me scary sometimes there's no gore no violence it's more everything can be implied or you think you've seen something in the corner of your eye but what was it sort of thing and i I think that similar to the conjuring films those those films like this film take the premise and then go right let's showcase the monster uh i love the conjuring the whole universe every single one of them even the nun (laughs) yes i went cinema to see the nun I've got no problem. So I. That's part of the reason why I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I took my dad to see the nun. He oh, knew yeah. nothing about the Conjuring universe. He said that, the... that was that was all right, Kev. Went, oh, <laughs> the first, the uh, first con, the first Conjuring film is is amazing. I think that one. I think that one's quite is is decent. The second but I one think, I think is good as well. Uh, I the the. I've to go back and watch the podcast where I ranted for like nearly thirty minutes. I think it was so episode but... hundred. Will be all all the whole Conjuring universe film. One night, one night. Watch Larry gradually grow insane. Yeah, watch okay, my head well, Larry, explode. I'm glad you watched that. I'm, you know, we both gave it a five, so it's obviously hitting some points and some points is missing yeah. it's it's, um, it's thought, it, the fact they... i thought was great yeah no it, that's know. a that's what i mean that it's not because you don't want to sound harsh when you're obviously critiquing something because it's a i guess an honest opinion and by all means i know people will watch this film and probably go i really really like that and that yeah. fair play just for me personally i you know with the first screener i watched i was quite surprised by it. i was like oh okay i didn't think the premise would be that interesting for this but i was taken aback and it thoroughly enjoyed it um but with this film i kind of felt that not only was i watching a film where i knew exactly what was going to happen at every single scene even when you a jump scare or someone's in the bed and then oh no the ha- a hand creeps up and it's prolonged pro oh then stop you know it's very um predictable but like i said it doesn't that doesn't mean it's bad i would definitely recommend people watch it um because you might have a different opinion and that's the magic of film <laughs> the magic of opinions and the magic of just everything isn't it i'm pleased you watched it though, larry because uh 
Neil Ward, who starred in Hosts. Remember that, Jess? Hosts. We interviewed the director and the writer, I think, didn't we? Um, I think he's sending us his new film soon. So we'll be watching that and hopefully get him on the podcast because he's pretty cool. He, I think he was... Was he the killer in Hosts? I can't remember now. Anyway, it was really good. So, yes. So, Larry... What have you been watching this week? Um, so I watched Top Gun Maverick again. Um, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'd, to be fair, like I, I do think it's a, a good film. My The one reason, when I, when I saw it um, the first time, I was just taken aback that uh, the actor who plays Chad in uh, Scream Queens was in it. And I just remember him being, that was like one of his, I don't know if it was his first, but I thought, I always said to myself, he's a really good actor, that he should be in more stuff. So when I saw him in this, I was actually quite like, oh, awesome. He's he, And he's been cast in like, from Maverick, he's been cast in quite a few things now, I think. I saw a post actually with him starring as one of the lead roles in a film that's coming out. Um, so that's going to be cool. Um, what else did I watch? Um, I watched The Prestige yesterday again. Um, I think it's a really good film. Um, I think Christopher Nolan, uh, you know, I think everyone knows this by now. Uh, obviously, in all of his films, he has an element of time. Um, you know, he, he meddles with how it's shot and, and the concept of time, whether it be actually in the plot or just a structural thing. Um, so yeah, that was that was really good. Um, and then what else? I watched. Um, oh yeah, watched the new episode of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. That's still going good. Um, I will say though that if I have one criticism of it now, is that the main story that they're with um, Galadriel um, is 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 if it. For me, when I'm watching it, is the the story I'm least interested in, which I don't think mm. that's that should be the case. That's not necessarily saying it's bad. It's just yeah. there are other plot lines. Like again, with no spoilers, but uh, there obviously the minds of Moria are playing a big part in this. And obviously, if anyone's seen Lord of the Rings, we all know where that ends up. So they're setting that up, and I'm so excited to see how they do that. But then mm. it will cut back casually to. Gladriel trying to put forward the case of what she's doing and I'm sat there like but you've said this five times now yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's like do mean... do something if yeah that makes I, sense. I I I am thinking I, I I as you say I'm still enjoying the series but I, I kind of need something massive to happen yeah at it's least getting to a point episode, right? <laughs> I need something like, 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 oh, I mean, we're getting sort of to the midpoint now. I, I, need I think like, this is the midpoint, I think. Isn't yeah. It? So, so there's eight, eight episodes. Eight episodes. I, I think, well, so the fifth, I think, I think the fifth, something needs to happen in the fifth to really mm -hmm. sort of jumpstart again. Mm -hmm. I, I, again, I, I thought there were intriguing parts. I, I, I find it interesting that they're not, they've got characters in, I'm not going to spoil it, who are, they don't say their names mm -hmm. and they don't say their significance, but we, we kind of know who they are. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that they've, they've still hidden that in some ways. Um, because 
if you look if you look across all the forums and social media and stuff, everyone knows who they are. Oh, um, are you are you talking about a certain character who? How do I just say showed up? Showed up. Um, yeah. With uh, with the Harfoots. Yeah, the yeah. First yeah. of all, and then and then in the um, latest episode, I quite I quite like the scenes. Um, so basically, when I'll, I'll say it ambiguously, when. Yeah. Um, the elf is trapped in the Southlands. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say yeah. that, and he meets a certain person. Yeah, a certain, yeah, yeah. A certain, yeah. Um, I think everyone kind of knows who that is. Yeah. It hasn't been revealed who it is, but it's kind of interesting that they're not saying their yeah. name. Uh, it, yeah. it kind of. I, d- I don't. I don't see why. I think they're like, oh, is it this person? I don't know. Is I think they want that reaction, but I think. I think they could have got away, gotten away with it with the other person, but I think now that they're putting it onto this person, I think they're doing. It's just, it's just not, yeah. not necessary. I, I and I think as well the show, um, and again without spoiling anything, it's just more for the whole show in general. Especially if you're watching this and you, if you're watching the show and you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, then and you know you're there saying I want to start with this and then go on to Lord of the Rings, then yeah. I can kind of gather that it can be a bit confusing. But at, yeah. the, at, at the same time, though, at just going into what you were saying, I think the show knows a lot of people who are watching this have at least seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I do find it funny that, as you said, there are characters or plot lines where they're there like, what's what? Who is it? What does this mean? And I think for a lot of people, we're all sat there like, well, we've well, we well we know where <laughs> yeah, this is going. Yeah. Like I like you know, and again, no spoilers, but there are characters we know can't die. Mm. So when there's very much tension in there, like are they or aren't they going to? You're for me, I'm a bit like that's true. Just it's more the te- yeah, the the, te- the tension is more with the um the characters who who don't who don't turn up in Lord of the Rings, yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's where the the interest lies. Although with with Galadriel, I I kind I'm kind of interested to see her evolution, I guess, to yeah. you know from Morphe Clark to um Kate Blanchett, you know, yeah, they're kind yeah. they're kind of different. I think I think Morphe Clark is more like she's a bit more kick ass. She can yeah. fucking <laughs> just almost nuke a group of soldiers, yeah. you know, in, in one in one in one stride. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that aspect to it. But um, but yeah, you're right. I, I, as I say, I, I need something significant to happen in the next episode to really uh, carry on with it. I think. Yeah, I'll still watch um, all of them. To be fair, no, yeah, no, you, same, same, same. <laughs> did you send your trailers to Jess? Because uh, no, I've always <laughs> no. Sorry, Jess. Um, and then what? What I think there was one other thing. I what was the other thing? Oh yeah, I watched um, not all of it because I do own the box set. But Amazon are doing this very weird thing at the moment where they have the series on Amazon Prime, but you need to do a fourteen day trial in order to watch um the the series. So Life on Mars. Um, yeah, great series. I, I yeah. Um, so. I tried to show the first episode to Rio, but it was just, it was the, the, let's just say there are better, better ways to watch it. So we're kind of holding off now, but we did start that a bit, but it's just a shame because Amazon, like I said, we have an Amazon prime subscription, 
but you go on there, you search it, and it says included with Prime. You click it, and then it says you need a 14-day free trial. It's like with, or something. Uh, it's something yeah. that's connected yeah, in Amazon. It's, it's one like, of those add-on channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering... So, I, I could have swore it was on Netflix, but the things keep on go, co- coming and going from yeah, Netflix. I, I, I thought that as well. I went on at Netflix and was like, oh, Life on Mars is on here. It wasn't. Then I tried Amazon, and I was like, oh, it's not on there. So then I was like, oh... It might be on yeah, BBC iPlayer. Yeah, not on BBC That annoys me as well. BBC shows not being on iPlayer that that kind of annoys me often because yeah. I think they again the BritBox thing. They try they they've been trying to launch BritBox as like you know the the British Netflix for yeah. a while now, and it's kind of annoying because it kind of interferes yeah. with iPlayer, which is a really good streaming service. Yeah. Um. But, well, it's, yeah. it's it's more annoying as well because I wouldn't mind so much if they would just kill the link because when you mm. search it on like Google to say, oh yeah, where's it's, you know, where is Life on Mars streaming? It will bring up saying, oh, BBC iPlayer seasons mm. one and two. And then I'm like, amazing. You click it and it brings up the thing as if it's going to play and then goes no episodes available. And I'm just like, yeah, thanks, yeah, 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 thanks yeah. BBC. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, but that, that's, that's, that's all I watch. That's all I watch. Why were you, Ewan? Um, I was delighted um, last week to on, go Jess. to... Be quick. Go, <laughs> <laughs> go and see uh, Moonage Daydream, which is the new um david bowie documentary uh directed by brett morgan who we'll did probably get banned for that one so, yeah, <laughs> don't bring that one up <laughs> directed by brett morgan who did um uh, cobain montage of heck um yeah. as well as crossfire hurricane the rolling stones movie um i love this to the extent that it may be one of my favorite films of the year um it was yeah. just uh i watched it at the cinema with about i think two maybe two other people um that this was a, a press screening to be fair it was one of the later screenings so it wasn't that it wasn't that populated but to be in a cinema with like surround audio and just like this massive screen just projecting a sort of a very hallucinogenic trip into Bowie's career from like the 70s on to like I think to the, the noughties well, well to the end of his career I guess um and being a massive Bowie fan myself it's just it's just really nice just to because there's so many either like voiceovers from various interviews he did. There's no like talking heads or anything except for like archive. It's all archive footage that you're seeing. So you're seeing footage from the concerts, you're seeing footage from films he was in. Um and uh, he was in the prestige as well. Um you might have seen Lawrence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um and it's just so uh edited so beautifully, which is really essential if you're only gonna go on archive footage, you need to um, be a good editor and Brett Morgan writes, directs and edits this thing um, and it was just by just hearing all, all the classic songs um, and some ones that I actually hadn't heard before some like obscure track which I'd never heard and it's and it's still really good I think Hello Spaceman I think it's called I think that's like the opening track which I'd never heard before but it's a really good song um, and it's just uh, I don't know you, you sort of um, I remember when <laughs> there was a, a biopic um of bowie that came out a couple of years ago called stardust um oh, starring well, johnny flynn piece of shit um one of the worst biopics i've ever seen um just boring and oh just 
and if you're going to make a David Bowie biopic, please get the rights to the songs because they couldn't get the rights to the songs because um, the family didn't want to didn't want didn't want them. So um, it's a hilarious alternative universe where David Bowie doesn't sing his own songs. Um, but it's uh, but after that travesty, out of the flames of that comes this, Ooh. and it's such a relief because I remember buying Black Star, his last album. I think um, on the Saturday before he died, he released the album on the Friday, I think, and then he died. It was whereas the death was announced on the Monday. Um, I remember going to uni actually on on that day and just being like thoroughly depressed. <laughs> um, and I don't know, all those feelings came rushing back, and it's so sort of like it's just a really nice documentary that sort of thrills you at the same time. Um, and he's a funny. It was a funny bloke, Bowie, as well. There was a scene where he's like. Um, being driven like through this um, desert in the United States, and um, he sees <laughs> sees a sign for a wax museum, and he's like, "Oh, there's a there's a wax museum in the middle of the desert. That's really weird having a wax museum at the middle of the desert. You think it think it would melt, wouldn't you? Just <laughs> <laughs> great. Just I, again, I hadn't heard that before, so it's it's really great. But I I really recommend, it, especially I think it's out in the IMAX at the moment, but it's coming to cinemas next week. Um, but it's really good. I recommend it. Um, I also watched uh, yesterday. I watched a uh, Do Revenge, um, which is this new Netflix movie, sort of uh, high school girl, teen girl comedy in the same vein as like um, Heather's and um, Clueless and Mean Girls, that kind of that kind of vibe um, It's basically starring Maya Hawke and can't remember the other person's name i'm sorry about that um but there is this these two teenage girls <laughs> i was gonna yeah um and uh they kind of get together um because they've been slighted in some way um so one girl her boyfriend uh, leaked a sex tape to the school and so she wants to get some kind of vengeance on him and my hawk's character um uh she was slighted when she was about 13 or outed by um uh by by someone and they that they, they want to put revenge on them and it's it's a bit kind of hitchcockian in a weird way it's a bit sort of strange as much i mean strange as a train is literally reference because uh, my hawk is reading it and it's kind of in in that same vein where they get to go and do each other's revenge so that the other person wouldn't wouldn't suspect it it's fun it's kooky it is very much in those vein of those of those teen comedies um quite lethal um, the costumes are ridiculously good, like so flashy. Is this and, available um, now? Netflix. It's a Netflix. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. I'll need to and, and, and Maya Hawk is 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 amazing in it. Um, there are problems with it. I, th I I think the main one is that it's two hours long, and I think this movie needs to be ninety minutes, hundred minutes, um, and it needs to be snappier. I think. I'm also I'm also getting annoyed, and this may be my own problem. I don't know, but I'm kind of getting sick of seeing in mainstream movies, mainly not not so much TV, but in mainstream movies, um, just just the practice of shot reverse shot. I, I, yeah. I'm not sure why it's annoying me, but I just think it's so basic, especially in a film like this where you want to be a bit edgier. I think I I, I just get I just get annoyed at them, <laughs> and I know that's really specific and niche, but I, I just feel like if you've got that much money, do something more inventive. Well, no, um, I, I I do I do agree because I do like again 
I remember like through uni when we had to get taught it and when you're learning it, it it's the it is a basic yeah. um filmmaking technique which everyone you know should know but i do agree that those you know i think they said this in uni didn't they like once you know the rule and you can do it well then you can try and experiment to break it in a yeah. in a not well not necessarily break the 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 80 degree uh rule but like uh, 180 degree rule but to do something fun and inventive so when it is when you're watching something with a good amount of money behind it where it's let's get this side all right everyone turn it around let's get this side and yeah, we're yeah, done yeah. for the day like that yeah, just yeah exactly it's a bit it's a bit not yeah. lazy but it's a bit safe it, yeah it, yeah exactly and that's what i didn't like like the, the the dialogue and the um the script in this film it's actually Apologies. That my own voice <laughs> um um yeah, yeah the dialogue and the script are actually quite decent in some ways mm. I, again i thought it should be pacier like like I, th I think i think the word cunt said like three times which is really weird for a, for a, for a film i think it's because it's like it's like netflix so it's not bound by any studio rules or anything so it can go beyond in some ways um and sophie turner has a has a very has a great cameo she's in it for like i don't know a total of about three or four minutes screen time but she's like she shouts to the top of her lungs you insufferable cunt and it's just it's so it's such a great a really funny scene and she, she's brilliant there um so i kind of enjoyed that i um uh I, it's it's not the best of the of those teen girl comedies but i think it's worth watching a, a worthy um, watch. yeah i think so um i've also i also bought uncharted um the the nathan drake collection uh, oh got that. very good well ps5 uh, so the I'm first guessing. three first three yeah on ps5 yeah. it is the essentially the ps4 version but for ps5 i really like um that. and it's, it's interesting playing it on ps5 because the triggers on the ps5 controller are more sensitive than they were on the ps3 or the ps4 so it's funny i just keep on shooting aimlessly sometimes because the the triggers are slightly different and it's it's almost like it wasn't made for a uh, a game that was two generations up um uh, on a console but it's um it re it's really nostalgic for me playing that game again um because i haven't played it since uh, it came out on ps3 and um i keep on realizing that certain features aren't available anymore like the um like <laughs> the six axes controller I just suddenly became really nostalgic about the six axis controller, which is almost like a Wii. Yeah. It's like motion sense, motion sensitive. And when um, Nathan Drake like crosses like logs over certain things, the six yeah, axis would come into, and you'd have to have to balance oh, it like that. And that's not available. Thing. And then I suddenly, I just get really nostalgic. I was like, oh yeah, that was that was thing. Interestingly enough, with Drake's Fortune, the first one, is that there's not a lot of story involved. It, it's mostly being put in a situation on an island and just and just shooting those things. It, it, it develops into a story in the later games. But it was interesting to me that there is actually not much story. And I think it came because it comes from a time when story wasn't entirely vital. I think this was at the at the transition point. I think um it wasn't uh it wasn't that that essential. And you can also see lots of things like in the gameplay you can sort of see the um you know where they got certain ideas for the last of us as well i mean obviously in 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 in, in, in certain regards but um i'm really enjoying playing it again um just returning to these characters and i i've i've got a quick question because i was gonna ask this last week but you've just reminded me because of saying about the uncharted games have you seen 
the Last of Us teaser for the series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's either going to be the best video out of game adaptation ever made, or it's going to be worst. a pile of wank. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, because yeah. I was I was ske- I was skeptical. I'll be honest. A lot of people on social media are really excited about it, um, but I think to have that dialogue, which is one of the best video game dialogues I've ever heard in my life, ever seen in my life, yeah. just being sort of almost relegated to a teaser scene. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's and they and they've swapped it around as well, which I was a bit yeah. like I was a bit uh, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm reserving judgment for when it comes out, obviously, but I I felt I felt that was a treat. That was a cheap trick. I, I didn't like it. Um, and I, 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 uh, yeah. because the thing is about Last of Us. I mean, for people who haven't played it, it, it it's almost it almost baffles me that there are people who haven't played it. And I know there are lots of people who haven't. A lot of people don't even play video games. And you know, good luck to you. But mm. it's it. But that's also what what I'm going to find difficult is that. Um, people who've never played The Last of Us are going to watch this series, yeah, um, and I'm going to find probably... it. I'm, yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to find it tough if it's in if it's not exactly if it's only a little bit inferior. I can probably deal with it, but if it's shit, yeah. especially with that scene, yeah. Again, the the first Last of Us game has some of the best scenes in yeah. any format in any medium that i've ever experienced and it's one of the best video game experiences um i've ever had certainly yeah and no, i'd, I'd agree completely i'd agree completely it's, it's going to be hard um to separate that in some ways um and i think they do do it even better with with the last of us part two to be honest um, well yeah when, i know me and you are we when we when it came out we were some of because i know a lot of people had an issue which yep, is we'll say we'll save that for another time. But I know, yep. know that we had shared the same opinion of it. Of I actually think it's a great sequel. Um, and but what I am interested in is that is season one of The Last of Us is that gonna be the first film? Let's hope so. Because there's a lot that happens. we know what happens though, don't we? So we yeah. Do. I, I I just hope I think going on what you said, I just I hope I know the showrunner and Neil Druckmann. Is it Dr- yeah, Druckmann and yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know I know a lot of the cast involved have said no, this has been made by fans. Like we all love this so much. We've we've gone to extreme efforts to make sure that this is a viable and, and the fact how Neil Druckmann has wrote most of these episodes. I just, I know what you mean. When I played that first game and, you know, with no, you know, you had seen that you see the trailers, you're like, oh, I want to play it. Going through it was such an emotional journey of just, you felt like, ah, you cared about everything, every little twist of, you know, without spoiling anything, but the ending of how it's left of just, there you go, sort of thing. I, if I, like you said, if, if, if I don't, Feel that with this series, it's going to be a bit of a letdown. And I, well, also... I haven't played the second one yet. No, you should. Just, you I should. think it's. I think. I think it's even better. I think it's interesting yeah. as well because after playing, I, th- I think I've. I think I've completed the first Last of Us game. Of, Wait, what? Jess, do you not like one. it? Oh. You don't like it? Oh Ooh. no! You don't like the second one? No. The ending. Oh. I. I felt nothing. I was like, 
that from oh, oh, oh god <laughs> daggers daggers to yeah, my heart yeah, i forget <laughs> that then see i, I think <laughs> mm-hmm. i loved it so, I, lo- I loved it so much that i yeah it's, just, it's the only reason i'm doing it because it's right here i think you have the same yeah. one but i went and got this mm. version of it i love yeah. it so much i yeah. think both of them are they work so well together and i know uh, i've got this last thing i'm going to say on it huh. well but, um yeah i just i feel that a lot of people had an issue with a certain bit if you know what i mean yes, yeah. and i didn't i thought it was well needed because i yeah, thought, I thought it, it would have just been a carbon copy of the first one yeah again oh. again oh, again last moment from me <laughs> that moment that moment again, one of the best video game experiences of yeah, my life. A hundred percent. Literally screaming, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it's 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 incredible. And for those who haven't played it, just 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 do it. Just go yeah, for it and play it. I know I know I'm playing Dying Light 2 at the moment, and I'll talk about that next week. There's been a few updates on it, but not quite Dying Light. Jess, because we're an hour and a half in, and I did say let's stick to an hour. <laughs> That went out yeah, the window. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I binge watched season three of Sex Education. Um, and what? I don't know. And know I, just, I want season four now. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Season three um, is solid. Solid season. Yeah. That was. I don't know where they're going to go with it, though. I don't know if they're going to skip or if they're just going to carry on. I, th- I think there is you a time I mean? jump. I think um, it's going to skip to Maeve being in the US and studying. Um, and I think Otis and Ruby are still together. I think that's still the storyline. But yeah, it, really? yeah, I can't wait. I, I think g- gathering by the trailer, it looked it looked like that was that was the case. Oh, I haven't um, watched the trailer. It's only a really small mm-hmm. thing. It's not. It's nothing significant. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I I do like sex education, but I'm not as into it as I think most are. I I think I I've, I've had this said to me a lot which is you're either a huge sex education fan or you're a huge euphoria fan. <laughs> I me, really like both. I love I, both. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, but that's, that's fair. For me, for me, I, I, I like them both. I, I am up to date with all sex education, but I don't think, you know, like where I guess you both are very excited for the next season. For me, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, when it comes out, I'll watch it. Whereas yeah, euphoria, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. more like, oh, where's my next season? Because the right, way yeah, that yeah. ended, I was like, mm. "Give me it now." It's much like the it's it's much the uh, the the Elvis versus Beatles debate for the Gen Z. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I just yeah. I was so angry at the last episode because I was like, "Why do the writers keep making bad things happen?" <laughs> <laughs> People, like, stop! Let yeah. them have some joy. Okay? Come on. <laughs> Ironic yeah. that actually, but I just said that. I didn't even I mean. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only, as, only as you said it, though. Literally, it would. <laughs> I clocked it as I said it. Was like, wait a second. That's. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I watched and then playing the uh, the new Disney game, uh, constantly. So. Which Disney oh, game? game? Uh, Dreamlight Valley. It's like the Animal Crossing kind of. All right. Style game. Oh. oh. Yeah. So. That's, can uh, you get it on like consoles? Can you get it on no, consoles? that's the one that's free uh, on Xbox Games Pass. Oh, I will have to download it. So you have to pay like thirty pounds for pre-release unless you have Xbox Games Pass, and you can just have it. So yes, that is one thing I love about Xbox Game Pass is that mm-hmm. if there's a new game, 
you can just check on there. It usually is on there. Like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, just download it so right now. Yeah. yeah, there's so many games on there that I've paid for on Steam as well that I've seen are just available. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It is, it is. Okay. So next <laughs> next week, <laughs> we are uh, revisiting our second episode that me and Stephen sat there and did. Maybe someone else. It's the night, was, uh, the night around Elm Street from 2010. Have you seen it, Jess? You and... Nope. No, I haven't. Oh, oh I fucking prepare oh. yourself. Yes. <laughs> so it was our second ever episode. Stephen picked it. Um, we had a bit of a chat about it. I can't remember what I'll give it, but obviously it wasn't great. So we will be watching that, which will be our episode 93. Dan's hot pick he sent through, which, which will be Terrified, which uh, is an Argentinian film. I think it's available on Shudder. It was where I watched it originally. Mm. Um, bit of a ghosty Terror- paranormal, terrified, yeah. not terrified with the no, um, no, my, my Ter- favorite, terrified, um, terrified on one of on one of the podcasts with, I think, I don't think you and you were on at this point, but I know terrified. I, I mentioned, I think, on the podcast. I think it's a fantastic film. I absolutely so, love it. If I know Jess and you okay. and don't normally visit a. Dan's hot pick, but maybe, maybe this, no, this one you should because this good. one's worth it. Like yeah, I was be, so be... surprised. I watched this just on my own. Kind of, it came up, and I was like, I like the poster, and it said, "Oh, I think in the in the synopsis, the one I read, it said like other." Du- well, I can't actually. I, that would just spoil the whole thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, watch <laughs> uh, just watch it. Just watch it. It's really good. It's really good. It's really, really good. So, like, if you want to watch that, you should and. uh you can watch Shadow Jess, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's worth a visit. So, yeah, we'll be next week, back next week with that. So, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can do a Nick Cave. Um, Twitter <laughs> is the Bones Horror Pod. Uh, Instagram, Bones Horror Pod. And you want to email us, it's the Bones Horror Pod at gmail.com. And, and we will see you. All next week with our what is it, episode 93. God, we're heading towards that 100. So thanks for listening and watching and see you next week. Bye bye. Bye.